Hello and welcome to the first inaugural episode of Incredibly Influential Interviews. I'm Incredibly Influential, and today we're going to be interviewing... Hi. Please introduce yourself. I am Eliza Skye. Hi, and um, can you can you tell us what you uh, what you do for uh, for a living? So basically, I make a balance between working myself through school as a server, and I also do OnlyFans on the side. And uh, tell us how you got started on uh, on OnlyFans, please. So. I think it was before I could actually get on OnlyFans is when I had a bunch of my guy friends, of course, uh, let me know that I should definitely do OnlyFans. So second I turned 18, I signed up as quick as I could, and it's just been going ever since. And uh, I, I guess tell us, like, does it does it tell you the, the sort of percentage-wise, like, uh, where you are in terms of like where you're at, does that show you for, does it, does it show everyone, I guess, or does it, it just show like the top ones? It is showing everyone. So you can go to your profile and look under like subscribers and followers and under subscribers, it will show you everyone. And at the top, like certain people can be pinned if you want them to. I usually pin like my best buyers, like people who message me and want extra stuff and actually pay for it. Yeah. And, uh, I guess, um, uh, what has been like you, the, uh, I guess the best part that, that you've, uh, enjoyed doing in, uh, l- like since you've started your, uh, your career on OnlyFans? I would definitely say just making the content, especially my alone time content. I get to do whatever I want. And honestly, I just, have fun just staring at myself in the camera trying to figure out what's the best angles and how to have fun with it at the same time it's definitely helping me uh like help me loosen up and be more myself and more confident yeah and um i guess uh what what do you think has been like a big a big challenge that you've uh uh encountered like like the biggest one at least uh probably people who hear about my OnlyFans that particularly don't like me they like to say things about it but in the end you know if they can see it that means they're paying for it and I'm winning in the end yeah I I think there's a little bit of you know like mutually assured destruction there Um, exactly yeah and and I I think that's definitely a good way to to go about it I think um yeah uh I guess what what do you think uh, are some like misconceptions that you can like sort of like correct? Ooh. Like if, if you could correct like one or two. Probably that I just give handouts, you know, like anyone I see, if they want to hook up, I immediately say yes, just because I put that part of me out there for a lot of people to see that. It's definitely not the case. I am a very private person in my personal life. Uh, definitely way different than what I put out there for OnlyFans viewers to see. Uh, it's just not who I am specifically in real life, but it's definitely like a persona that I could take over and run with. So I guess do you think that um, 
do you do you think that the persona you put out there on on OnlyFans on your on your website, um, do you think that that is sort of closer to the real you, um, than the persona that you like you know walk out the door with, and like interact with people in public with? Do you think that that is sort of like less accurate? I uh, I think it's quite the opposite actually. I definitely feel more myself being you know an introvert, not really putting myself out there as much as most people think I probably should just like conversational wise and all that. But I think it's just like a fun getaway when I sign on to OnlyFans and talk to the people who make time in their day to want to talk to me. And yeah, it might be just about my body, but some of them, they just start asking personal life questions. I get to answer as myself. So I get to integrate who I really am in this other persona that I put out on OnlyFans, but I would definitely have to say that I, I run with my more personal persona. I like that more. So I know that you've, um, uh, you, you know, you've got like a, a real life, like outside of, of OnlyFans, but do you think that if your OnlyFans became, you know, like more, more profitable, I guess, do you think you could see it being your main source of income? Oh, yeah. If I get to that point and I don't have to do anything but take a Monday or Tuesday out of my week where I just take content photos for a whole month, uh, that's usually how it works. You take all your content photos in one day and then you make sure you log in every day to talk to your followers and people who pay. Um, mm -hmm. I could definitely see myself running with that as a full-time job, but I am also a workaholic, so I could still definitely see me working at an actual job once I get my degree and everything, I would mm -hmm. definitely try to balance both. Yeah. I, I mean, do, do you feel like perhaps it would be, you know, like a, I, I've, I've heard the stories of, you know, a lot of girls are like, Oh, I'm just going to join OnlyFans to, you know, it'll, it'll help pay my tuition. It'll help me like deal with like the student loans, but like they will hit these like huge, huge milestones and they'll get very, very, very popular. And like, eventually you know it, like it, it outpaces anything that you could ever like make with like a like a normal job uh do you feel like if you got to that point do you feel like the the time that you spent getting your degree do you feel like that would be like a wasted I guess personally I I wouldn't think it's a waste I'm definitely a person who likes to help people and one day I hope to be able to work in a setting where in the healthcare industry where I can help people, I would never see that as a waste being able to help people. And in a way, only fans who are helping people, but not quite the same. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I think that's definitely, you know, it's, it's a different way of, of helping people, but I, I think that is a, 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 a perspective on a, like of, of, like viewing like the way that that works and I, I think you know I think if that works for you then you know that's probably good yeah but, and um, of course I personally can't say like if I did get that big how it would affect my life because I've never seen that type of money that some of these women make on OnlyFans but I definitely try to stay a little bit true to myself where I follow through with my career or mm -hmm. that's what I hope for at least yeah do you um I, I, I guess, um, do you ever feel like perhaps if you sell that, that part of yourself, if, if you put that value sort of on your body and like on that level of, of intimacy, do you ever feel 
like once you uh, like like if you've since you've commodified it do you feel like it's become less valuable do you, uh i guess do you ever feel like maybe since you've put a price tag on it like normal intimacy without you know uh recording content i guess yeah do you feel like perhaps like since you put a price tag on it you know every time you do it without monetizing it it's it's kind of a waste do you do you ever feel yourself you know like worrying about like well you know if i'm if i'm doing this you know off camera uh should i should i be doing it should i be putting all this stuff on camera do do you ever worry about like the increasing commodification no uh the biggest thing with me is any type of personal intimacy you either have with yourself or with someone else it there's no price tag on that especially if you're enjoying it and that's what i think when i make content is i i could do that for free for fun because it's it's like self gratification almost but with a price tag so when i'm alone or with someone else doing it, I definitely don't feel like I am missing out. And in a way, it's getting more experience, you know? And once you once you start thinking that, oh, it's a waste and everything, you're going to lose your passion to even host or do any of that. You have to keep those two lives very separate. And yeah. it might be hard to do for a lot of women, but... It's just departmentalizing it, uh, being able to understand that one is just for an income, or if you want to have fun behind the scenes, that's okay too, but in another way, the personal value that comes with intimacy alone with your partner is a different type of value. Mm-hmm. I I definitely I definitely think that. I guess the way uh, I see it is, um, it, it's definitely not the same for, you know, we are both you know sort of content creators uh if if you're unfamiliar um with the with the show uh obviously this is the incredibly influential and highly successful podcast obviously highly successful is not here with us this is sort of my own little show but um i often feel like when i'm when i'm talking with him outside of the recording booth like we have the we will have these like long like conversations but i'm like for me I, I have always felt like, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll go through really good material. We'll go through stuff that really like makes us laugh and stuff, but I'm like, Oh shit, we should be saving all this energy and all this banter for the podcast. And I, and I'm always worried, like, you know, if we, if we really like run out of stuff to like talk about, because we, we talk in our, you know, our, our own personal lives, you know, when yeah. we can find time, I, I, I wonder if, you know, I guess, that it that putting a price tag on like our our banter and our relationship i think definitely did that yeah, for me for i guess sure. but um, the thing with is communication you can't have the same conversations again but you can definitely experience different thing or the same thing recreate the same thing in bed if you would want to yeah i i i yeah i i definitely think that that is um that is a, a very valid uh perspective um, and I, I think that's a good way of looking about it is like, uh, you know, you've got the whole, um, uh, like, like, I guess 
Well, I, I guess it depends. Like, uh, do you include like your partner in your content? I guess, you know, maybe, maybe that might change your perspective or maybe not, you know? Definitely. Uh, we haven't gotten to that point yet just because right now on my OnlyFans, it is set to a low price for a reason. Uh, I want to do some personal things first, get it up and running. And once I get enough people saying, hey, we would like to see you with someone else, I will definitely do that. And um, has has your, your partner uh, expressed interest in, in joining you, I guess? Uh, he, on- sorry. Uh, yeah, he definitely does. He would also like to make his own. He just, he always has these mental setbacks for himself, which I had the same when I first started. Like, oh, I wish I was like 10 pounds light or whatever. And he just wants to be you know six pack chiseled he already is but he always sees something that he can perfect and in a way I feel like that's just him being a little worried to put himself out there like that but he said if it was ever on my content he would definitely do it I would just have to uh ask and I I would love to but I'm still having a little bit more fun doing my content i i definitely foresee myself asking him to join in the next month or two once i uh hit the ground running with my new release that's coming out tonight yeah i uh uh, i think you guys will be hearing this on uh on friday the uh when is that gonna be the the 14th or 15th i don't know numbers the 14th 14th yeah yes so on uh friday the 14th uh you guys will be hearing this um so uh yeah i i think i, I that's definitely you know I, I i think definitely that is like a, a valid like healthy way of like looking at it um from from how it sounds obviously i have no experience with this whatsoever <laughs> um but yeah I, I think that sounds pretty like healthy and stuff um i guess really um uh what do you feel about um other content creators commodifying like you know the, the girlfriend experience obviously that didn't start on OnlyFans. obviously that's been around uh as long as prostitution has been and it's the oldest profession in the world for a reason you know but oh, like, yeah. how do how do you feel about like you know selling that that type of you know that that fake i you know price tag on on that like type of intimacy do you think that that is uh having an effect on like you know like like real i i you know like 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 real experiences yeah your organic relationships yes um it i honestly just depends on the content creator and how much they let get to them and I think as long as you're true to yourself and if you're working with a partner, you're staying true to them and making sure they're comfortable every step of the way, there there shouldn't be any issues with feeling like one part is connected to like your online basis and the other part's like, oh, you're offline so you can act a different way or be a different way. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that if you just... If you speak to each other, communicate, and uh, understand that one thing online doesn't mean you have to act differently offline and you work with them, you can definitely have the same experiences, like redo those experiences offline. You don't always have to share everything you do together in bed, but 
if they both if both parties agree with it, it it really shouldn't affect the personal relationship. You just really have to listen to your partner and to yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I guess back to kind of what I was saying about like commodification, because I I, I did kind of have another thought about this. Do you ever worry that like if someone does offer you, you know, exorbitant amounts of, of money to do perhaps things maybe that you're not like fully uncomfortable with, but like if, if you're not quite there yet, if you're like working yourself up to it, do you, do you ever feel like perhaps um, if, if you're, you know, being offered those exorbitant amounts and like those massive, massive dollarinos, I guess is um, (laughs) do you, do you worry that perhaps you would like sort of lose sight of yourself and like, you know, because if, if people are willing to pay and, you know, and you're willing to provide, do you feel like maybe you could lose sight of yourself in that? Uh, it is definitely a thing that I have thought about. Uh, I've already had a couple of people text me and on OnlyFans and uh, message me and let me know that this is what they would like. And there was this one specific person uh, with a situation that I just did not feel comfortable doing. And yeah, I could do it. It is physically possible for me to do it, but I just let them know like, hey, I'm sorry. That is just one thing that's off limits for me. Not, mm-hmm. a, not a fan of doing that. Uh, just let me know if there's anything else, but I'm sorry. I can't take you up on that. Or I had another situation where... I just haven't gotten to uh, that point in my content quite yet to do exactly what this guy wanted. And I I just gave him a little time frame. I was like, hey, I'm going to work up to that. And as soon as I start feeling comfortable with myself to be able to do that, I will definitely get that to you. And I, I just definitely want to stay true to myself with how I feel and what I want to do and if moving forward I change my mind and I don't want to do it I will reach out and apologize uh and if they are not a fan of that that is perfectly fine it's in this business it's definitely all about the creator and what they're comfortable with yeah I I think that's an excellent point um I guess I guess uh I I I think we all kind of, you know, we want to hear like, what is like a, a, like a story that you can obviously, you know, nothing too racy, of course. Oh um, yeah. You know, uh, this episode is not going to be sponsored at <laughs> all, but um, uh, but like, yeah, we're we're not running ads on this at all, but the <laughs> the um, I don't think they'd let you. No, God, no. No one, <laughs> no one would want to to do this. So yeah, no, we, yeah. But like, I guess you know, without getting too much into detail, you know, what is you know what what is a a I guess a positive story, um, like like a like a success story that you've had, um, and I guess you know it. I you kind of already told us about a uh a story where you were kind of like no no thank you yeah um Um, but like if you've had like any other negative experiences I just so far I've only had that one negative experience uh I is it okay if I go into a little bit more detail before I get to the good one about that past one or we we not going um, that deep 
I, I mean, I, I, a little bit of detail. Okay. Keep keep it as PG-13 as possible. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, so that guy that I denied that one service that he would like, he wasn't, he wasn't offering the right amount of money for what I was going to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, he wanted physical things sent to him and you can take that as you wish um and what he was willing to pay wasn't even enough to ship it to him and it it just wasn't in my comfort zone and Mm -hmm. in the future i could see like sending someone my shoes or underwear i get that you know um but what he wanted specifically i was not willing to do Mm -hmm. and uh it's perfectly okay to say no. And he stopped subscribing to me after that because after I told him, well, if I was to do that, it would have to be a lot more. He started to refuse to pay at all. So if you have people like that, it's better for them not to be on your page. And on the flip side, I also have some people who ask for doable things, like things that I present on my main OnlyFans. They would just like a private version of it. So they're the only people who see it. And I've had this one specific guy. He He's great. He Whenever he texts me, he asks about, oh, when's your next post? But then he starts asking, like, oh, when are you going to, uh, like, what do you play video games as? And, like, random conversations that I know makes his day because he sees me as a totally different person than I would be in real life having this conversation. It's like almost a gratification thing for him that I am speaking to him about normal everyday things, but I also put content out like that. Uh, He asked for a specific video and I was like, yeah, I can totally do that for you. And I was unsure of the video when I first made it. I felt like I just didn't look the best. I wasn't that big of a fan, but it was something I was willing to put out and I, I gave it to him and he paid for it, which was amazing on top of it. And he thought it was great, and now he asks all the time for different things like that, and I just feel comfortable because I feel like no matter what I look like to me, he sees me as a lot better in those videos. So I definitely feel really good about that. Yeah, I'm, 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 you know, I, I'm, I'm happy for you that you can, you know, sort of find that sort of gratification, perhaps in, in, you know, not in the most. Uh, you know, uh, work appropriate setting, of course, but like, you know, I, I, I'm glad that like, you know, we're human, you know, things are going on. I, and you know, it, it's harder and harder to find, you know, something that really like makes you happy. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it works for you and this customer. And yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, it, it, it sounds like this is a really, really, you know, like positive, experience for you i guess what what would you sort of say to someone who i i I, this is like too faceted right what would you say to someone who doesn't have like the highest opinion of like um like only fans work sex work that sort of thing i Uh, yeah for that i would definitely say that when people hear sex work they definitely think like, oh, prostitute on the side of the road in Las Vegas type of thing. But in the end, 
there's hundreds of different ways to do sex work, and this way is just sending nudes to a public platform. And I think when people view it wrong, it it could either be what they do religiously or what they just think in personal beliefs, how they view women or men. Um, It's just a personal opinion. And if they don't like it, the thing that I like to say is don't involve yourself with it. Like, if you don't want to hear anything about OnlyFans, your phones and everything, they, they... pick up on what you like, you know, if you search things or say certain things, they'll put that out there for you. And if you don't say any of those things or search any of those things, you're never, you're never going to hear about it. So it's definitely, definitely something that you just have to, anything is out there. I, I don't like certain things. And if I don't like those things, I don't look them up. I don't like get anything on any of my feeds about it. I just ignore it. And I think that people with those views with sex workers should do the same thing. All right. Um, and what would you say to someone who uh, is thinking about joining who, who's, you know, like maybe they're in a tight spot financially, or maybe they just think, you know, it could be fun. What would, what would you say to like a prospective uh, new creator? Definitely don't put yourself out there if you wouldn't want your parents to see it. No matter how hard you try, especially with OnlyFans, there's a radius. So you can choose a radius for your whole hometown not to see it. Like if you have a specific address, you can put that address in and those people won't see it. But somehow everything always gets back to you. And it's always going to be out there. And I use a fake name, which most people do. But no matter how hard you try... It can always catch up to you. It is a good form of income, even if you have two or three subscribers or so. If you set your price right, you're making a decent amount of money, enough to buy you food for the week. Um, It's definitely like you – I don't know exactly how to put it. You don't really want to put yourself out there unless you know for sure that you're okay with that. Mm -hmm. And – like if you're that, younger, it's definitely something you don't want to dive into too quick. Mm-hmm. Is that what you? Is that like the sort of thing that you wish someone had told you before you had like gotten into it? Thankfully, I had someone uh, who was a pretty good mentor with this. Uh, she, you know, does OnlyFans, works at a strip club. She kind of took me in. Um, she warned me about these things beforehand, and I was okay with it. When I first started it, I went write to my mom and let her know which is probably terrifying for most people but it's something that you have to do if you don't want to worry constantly and if you don't want to do that you you're probably 50 50 they might not find out you know but it's definitely nice to have guidance and speak to someone who's doing the same thing in the same situation you know uh Things like that, like, I I definitely don't regret any of my decisions going forward just because I had the help that I needed to get started and the support. Mm-hmm. But if you are freshly 18, have super strict parents, things like that, it's probably not the best idea. All right. And um, I guess uh, 
what would you say to uh, perhaps someone who might be seeing someone who's thinking about doing it, like, like you know, being romantically involved with someone who's thinking about doing it, or maybe um, someone who has met someone who is doing it and is romantically interested in them and is, but is still sort of like on the fence about that. What would you say to like someone who has a prospective partner who is creating on, uh, on the platform? It's probably not the best idea to get involved if you are more of the jealous type because you have to think about it. That person, let's say you just met someone and you really like them and you know they do OnlyFans. And every time you think about it, you get this little gut feeling. Most women know this. The gut feeling that you get when you have a bad feeling about a relationship or anything like that, it's probably not the best idea because you don't want to get in between a person and their work. And OnlyFans, in a sense, people don't see it as work, but you do have to put time and effort into it. And that's time and effort spent away from that partner. But if you want to be supportive and everything, you can help them, take photos for them, you know, get involved, you know, do behind the scenes producing and running accounts and all that. It it definitely just depends on what type of person you are. If you're more of the jealous type, it, it's not going to be that good of, I, good of an idea, especially if you can't like compartmentalize it and just put that away because in a way those people are never going to really have full contact with your partner but they are still seeing very vulnerable parts of them and you know enjoying those parts of them that you only you should be enjoying or whatever people say you know so it, it is hard to get used to but if you are the person who has an OnlyFans and uh, a partner comes into your life or was pre-existing, you definitely want to check with them. And their opinion might not matter as much, but with me and my partner, he definitely was one of the big influences to help me start up. And I think without his vote of confidence and all that, I don't think I'd be able to be where I am now. Yeah, I th- I think that's a... a- I, I think that's a that's a pretty pretty uh insightful response thank you and um i i can't really uh think of any any more questions i guess is is there anything else you want people to like know about and anything else you wanna you wanna add before we we conclude well let me think here <laughs> I'd say the best takeaway from this whole podcast and everything and everything that I've said so far would be if you are truly passionate about doing this, you always have to expect the worst in people, which isn't great, but you need to be cautious about exactly what you're putting out there, especially if you have your face involved. Uh, definitely see warning signs of different people who are trying to speak to you and make sure that you are very aware of what you're putting out. A lot of people, they take the photos, they send it out, and they don't realize what they're really doing until a couple months down the road. And they're like, I wish I never would have done this. You really have to be at peace with what you're doing before you even put out your first post. And it... It is a little nerve-wracking at the beginning, you know, 
but once you feel the support, if you, especially if you have support, it is a lot better to work through. And if you don't have the support, definitely try to reach out to someone you may know mutually that also is doing the same thing for words of advice or, you know, might be a far shot, but, or a long shot. Definitely reach out to someone who, you know, has their ropes in with OnlyFans. They know what they're doing. A lot of people, uh, do contact you back. I'm not saying go contact Bella Thorne, who millions of subscribers but someone who's a little bit higher up in the industry ask them a few questions usually they have a uh an email attached to everything a business email you can give them an email ask questions I did that once and I did get a couple of responses that were pretty good and definitely if you want to make money Make sure you do your research on what all you have to do for OnlyFans because it's not just getting online once a week to post. It's making sure that the second that someone follows you, there's a contact message sent out, which I am still working on, and I'm a couple months in down the road. I just can't quite figure it out, so I'm getting some help on that. So the second when someone subscribes to you, it sends them a message saying, hey, this is who I am. This is what I offer. And that's usually a good gateway into getting into personal messages with them where they're willing to spend more money on top of their subscription to see certain things. And definitely making sure you're making that personal connection, even though you might not be acting like yourself, making that persona connect with them. It definitely helps them want to stay more engaged and keep coming back and just be like, oh, I got on OnlyFans once just to look at this one photo and I stopped subscribing after I saw that. You want to keep those subscribers, keep that money, and it is a lot more work than I even thought it was going into it, but in the end, it's definitely worth it. Thank you. I, I it's, it's really, really interesting to sort of see, you know, that sort of, that the industry, and, and I guess even just things that you're not used to and being able to like you know talk to someone who who knows what's going on and like has experience with it and you know if you're I guess if you're like on the fence about like do you support this kind of thing I guess um I hope this really you know uh maybe we gave you some things to think about and uh you know if you're thinking about joining again things to think about and uh yeah I guess um Thank you very much, Eliza, for uh, agreeing to uh, be here. It is very cool to uh, have you for the inaugural episode of this uh, new series. Oh, yeah, and no problem. It was a real joy for me to actually join this and get to talk about it because most people don't even know I do this. So it's nice to be able to openly communicate. Well, thank you for, for being here. We, we have loved having you. You know, perhaps... If you guys want to want to hear a sequel to this, our uh, our Twitter handle and our Instagram handle is at IIHS, all letters, podcast. So all one word. And uh, on Patreon, uh, uh, patreon.com slash IIHS podcast, all one word again. And uh, if you want to leave uh, some support there, that'd be very helpful. I would like to thank out our, uh, our patron, Justin Connor, for... Uh, helping us to uh 
get these episodes out to you. It's it's very appreciated. Thank you, Justin. And uh, yeah, I've been incredibly influential, and you've been Eliza Sky. Thank you for uh, listening, everyone, and we'll uh, we we'll see you guys next time.